1: Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I'm going to do something a little bit different. It's not going to be my typical motivational and inspirational talk unless you want to write a book. Then you might find it motivational and inspirational. So today's podcast, I'm going to answer a question a lot of people ask me, you know, how, how do I write books? And I'm going to give you my method. It may not be right for you. But you may be able to do it exactly the way that i teach you to do it or you can learn some principles pull out those principles and apply it to whatever you want to do however you want to do it and make it work for you but again i'm just going to teach you how i do it three things i'm going to give you today just so you'll know even if you're not thinking about writing a book you may actually want want to listen and you may find some value in it or one day in the future you may be thinking about writing a book or You may not have ever thought about writing a book, but if you listen to this podcast, you might decide that's something you can do. Everybody's got a story. Somebody needs to hear it. That includes you. You've got a story. So the three things I'm going to cover today is how to select your topic. If you're going to write a book and and then where do you actually publish it? And I'm going to talk about self-publishing because that's what I do and that's what I prefer. And then also I'm going to kind of teach you the model of how do I actually write the book? How do, how do I, how do I write a book in seven days? Most people don't realize that the the books that I write, I write them in seven days from concept to ordering a a hard copy proof seven days. So I'm going to teach you how I do that. And you may or may not be able to do it that way. And you may or may not want to do it that way. But again, I'm going to teach you some nuggets. And some people say, well, how do i know your books are any good it just depends on who you are some people don't like my books at all other people buy buy a lot of them you know for instance i had a ceo of a one billion dollar company he called me up one day and ordered a hundred thousand dollars worth of my books three different books he ordered a uh, hundred thousand dollars worth for for all of his employees and so that guy obviously liked my book uh and we sell a lot of them all and we speak on them all over the country. That's all evidence I need. I ain't looking to be a bestseller or none of that stuff you hear most people talk about. I ain't worried about all that. I don't even know how many books I literally sell each year. I don't even keep up with it. I sell enough. That's all that matters to me. And, and if you know me, I ain't trying to make a lot of money. I'm trying to make a lot of difference. You know, some people will tell me about my books. I've had multiple people tell me I should, I should have made the pages yellow so they wouldn't have to highlight everything on every page and that's just you know that's a nice compliment to get from someone but basically what they're saying is the the way i say it my books are are full of full of the good stuff without the fluff a lot of people tell me that that's what they like about my books and and the method i'm going to teach you about is the current method that i write my books i use 90 a 90 page format 30 chapters three pages per chapter why do i do that People say, why you why you write such short books? Because I want people to read them. That's why. I imagine if you write a book, you'd like for somebody to read it. I'll give you a tip. People like reading little short books that they can just knock out. And when you give it a 30-chapter format, they can cover a chapter in six or seven minutes. So I want to touch on first, how do you select a topic? If you're going to write a book, especially if you've never written a book, but even if you have, if you've written some books and you haven't sold any, you're not really passionate about marketing and talking about them and all that kind of stuff, you probably didn't write the right book. So this is for the person who wants to write the right book. Whether you've written one or whether you've written ten, doesn't make any difference. Just imagine for a moment that, that tomorrow is going to be your last day on earth. And you know it. Somehow you got an inside scoop. If you're a person of faith, you can say, God told you. If you're not, you can just say, somehow you knew. Whatever, however you want to paint the picture, just play along with me so I can help you figure out this topic. But assume you've got an opportunity to speak to 100,000 people. The stadium is going to be full of people. And you know when you get done and you step off the stage, your time on earth is over. You basically step off that stage You no longer exist. So I'm trying to frame this so you'll think in your mind, what's the topic you want to write about? Because I'm asking you, you, you're going to be given one hour to speak, to leave your message. What is that message? If If you knew you only had one hour to speak and it was your last hour on earth, and that was how you had to spend it, you didn't have a choice. You had to spend your last hour on earth speaking to others, telling them, your story or teaching them something whatever it is that you want to share about that's the way you're going to spend your last hour and you don't have options so what are you going to say so you may have to reflect on that you may have to think on that whatever you got to do do it until you figure out this is what i want to talk about it may not even be if you've been thinking about writing a book it may not even be what you've been thinking about writing that book on but it should be because Whatever whatever the message you would be wanting to give as your last message, you'd be passionate about that. You'd be bought into that. You'd want to talk about that. You want to market that. You'd be fired up about it. The other thing you need to consider is let's let's say when you when you give this last one hour speech, you you've got a someone's told you they'll put whoever you want in the seat Again, if you're a person of faith, God talking to you. God saying, I'm going to give you the last hour on earth to to leave your message, and I'm going to put 100,000 people, whoever you want, in the seat. That's who I'm going to put in the seat. And I'm not talking about, you know, you get to decide who, you know, what's the message, figure that out first. Then you got to figure out who do you want to talk to, not just anybody, who specifically? Is Is it a Is it male or female? Does it matter? May not matter. Could matter, though. Depends on your message. How old are they? Could matter. May not matter at all. Depends on your message. What type of work do they do? It may matter. It may matter. It may not matter. Depends on your message. Where are they headed in life? It may matter. It may not matter. Like for me, if I had one hour to speak, I want to talk about the book I've already written blue-collar leadership leading from the front lines that book's written for the entry-level frontline, blue-collar worker that's what i love to talk about i love to talk about the message that's in that book who would i want sitting in there which hundred thousand people would i want if i could actually pick i'd want frontline, entry-level blue-collar workers i don't care how old they are i don't care if they're 18 just out of high school or if they're 60 and they're closing in on retirement, but they've spent their entire career on the front lines. I want a frontline worker. I don't care if they're male or female. I don't care where they're from, as long as they can understand English. But the key is I I want people who just need a spark. I want somebody who just needs a spark, who wants more out of life, but maybe they don't even know they want more out of life, but they need a spark. They need somebody to believe in them and teach them some stuff share some thought-provoking content that's going to raise their awareness enough that they're going to go take action. If I could pick, that's who I'd want in the room. I don't want a room full of CEOs. I talk to CEOs all the time. But in this scenario, I'm asking you figure out who your last message on earth, what is it, and who do you want to talk to? So I just shared mine with you. So I'm lucky I already got that book. But if I was going to write another book, I would assume I didn't have the 15 books I already have. I mean, I, I I would assume I have them, but I would exclude those books, and I'd say, okay, I've already got all these books. I can't talk about these books. But if I had one hour and I had to talk about something different than all the books I've already got, what would that be? And who would my audience be? That's the way I would figure out my next book. So that's, that's a simple exercise. You might... Be able to go through it quickly, or it may take you some time, it may take you a week or two or a month to reflect on it constantly and continuously and, and figure that out. So that kind of covers a little bit about how to select a topic because you need to you need a topic you're gonna be passionate about so you'll actually follow through with the writing, you'll follow through with the self-publishing, you'll you'll talk about it all the time, you'll write about it all the time on social media, you'll be plugging it. It's just who you are. It'll just be oozing out of you everywhere you go. Because if you ain't passionate about it, you probably ain't going to sell many books. If you're writing a book to make money, you may not make very much money. But if you write a book you're excited about and you want to talk about, there's a good chance you're going to make some money. And even if you don't, you're going to be happy either way. So now let's talk about where do you you publish it? And I've turned down some of the big names. I've turned down uh, John Wiley and Sons, one of the oldest, largest, Publishing companies in the world—they publish a lot of the big dog books. You you go look them up and look at some of the people they've published. It's it's some of the big dogs out there. I ain't interested. And then Association for Talent Development—they they've they've tried to publish some of my books. I ain't interested. I like doing self publishing because I control everything, and also I get hundred percent of the royalties for all the work I do promoting the book instead of uh, 10 percent of the royalties. You do a, a publishing deal, you're probably going to get 10 or 15% of royalties. And the publishing company is going to get all the rest. You're going to do all the work to sell the books, and they're going to get most of the money. And you're going to have to buy a certain amount. If you self-publish, you don't have to buy a certain amount. You don't have to buy any. You can publish through Amazon. You can sell through Amazon without ever purchasing a book. You go to KDP. That stands for Kindle Direct com. So K dp.amazon.com somebody told me about that before i ever wrote my first book a couple of years before i wrote my first book it was actually a different company then it was something called createspace.com but amazon has purchased them and now it's kdp.amazon.com but basically somebody told me about that a couple of years before i ever wrote my first book when i got finished with that first book and i had edited it edited uh completed the editing everything was squared away and I was ready to publish. I remembered that website. I got on there. 36 hours later, I had formatted my eight and a half by 11 Word document into a five and a, a quarter by eight uh, book size. And I had published that book, and I had a hard copy on the way, a proof. <clears throat> so I slept about six hours of those 30. The other 30, I was basically formatting into the new size and you know setting up the chapters and the you saw everything table of contents all that stuff but after i'd done that i was able to just save me a master copy and now whenever i write a book i just delete out all the actual book content save it as a new book and then start over and then my formatting is already there so now i can publish a book self-publish a book in about 30 minutes and at that site once you publish the book in paperback or hardback form, you can, or your hardcover, you can, uh, once it's finished and that's completed, you then can, can go and convert it into an ebook. Really easy. You may have to do a little bit of formatting and all that sort of stuff. I don't do a whole lot on mine because I just don't care. <laughs> if somebody doesn't want to read it because of the way it's formatted, I, I don't care. I'm mainly doing it for the paperback book. I really don't care about the ebook, but it is out there, and some people read them. <clears throat> sure, it could be formatted better, but uh, you really don't notice it unless you're just worried about it for some reason. I could read it and never know that it wasn't formatted; that it could be formatted better. But anyway, that's up to you. You decide all that, and then once you do that, there's a there's a way you can actually, once your book is published, you can go to ACX. That's like Apple Charles X Ray acx.com and that's basically where you can get an audiobook created which will be put out on audible or itunes or different formats like that it'll tell you go to the website it'll tell you all about it and both of these websites are very self-explanatory it's got a lot of help features walk you through doing it nobody taught me i just logged in and learned how to do it you can do it too if i can do it i promise you you can do it but you can submit a a couple of pages, however many it tells you, and and people will audition to to narrate your audio book. So then you can listen, pick out the people you like, the way they talk, the sound. You can pick a a rate that you want to pay them. I forget what it is. It's like fifty to seventy five dollars per finished hour, seventy five to a hundred per finished hour, a hundred to one twenty five per finished hour. That that sort of thing, and you can decide, you know, what what quality of narrator, so to speak, you want, and then submit your uh sample for them to give back to you as an audition and then you pick and then they do all the work and then you pay them a one-time fee and then once it's all complete you'll get royalty from from every time somebody buys an audio book so that's some of the how to s- s- select your topic and where do you actually self-publish paperback hardcover ebook audiobook just some tips right there and, and now I want to talk about, you know, how do how do I actually write a book? Because, again, I write my books in seven days, all the books except my first book. My first book was 250 pages. All of my books now are 90 pages. My first book actually took me 11 days, but it was significantly bigger than the way I do it now. Plus, it was my first book. But anyway, I still did it in 11 days. It, that's a defining influence, increasing your influence increases your options. Check that book out if, if you'd like. But I'm going to teach you how I do it today where there's 30 chapters, three pages per chapter, 90 pages total. People love these little books. They buy stacks of them. Together, Ree and I have published 34. Six of those are her motivational and planning journals. I've got 15 books, and she's got 14, 15. and One of them we, we've done together, so we kind of both get to count it. So it's hard to keep up with it, but I know I've got 15 with my name on it. I can keep up with mine and so uh i'm gonna tell you that process of how i actually write a book so it's seven days first two days is kind of prep work get my outline ready getting ready to actually write the book and i i can write the book in five days six chapters per day you imagine if it took you two hours to write a a a three-page chapter you're gonna be writing for 12 hours Sometimes I can do a chapter in an hour. Sometimes it maybe takes me two hours. So somewhere between six and 12 hours, usually around probably nine or 10 per day for five days, and I've got the book written. But this is a 30-minute podcast, so i got about 14 minutes or so, 13 minutes to to kind of tell you how I do it. So you basically got to pick a title, pick your working title, what subject. I talked to you earlier how to select a topic. If you've narrowed it down to that topic, now you gotta kind of brainstorm a little and come up with a title. What's a catchy title to talk about that topic? Then figure out what's a catchy subtitle to to illustrate a little bit more what that book is about. When you see the cover, you got your title and your subtitle. So kind of get that worked out. And then brainstorm and say, okay, if I was going to speak about this book and this topic and I'm going to write a 30-chapter book, I need 30 things that I would want to teach somebody. So brainstorm. Again, When you, you're going to be writing. Th- if you do it like I do, and that's the way I'm going to teach you, you can do it however you want, but I can't teach you how to do it some other way. I can only teach you to do it the way that I do it. So if you can imagine a three-page, five-and-a-quarter-by-eight chapter is only two pages of eight-and-a-half-by-eleven, an enormous size sheet of paper. Just talking about it front and back. That's a chapter. So... You ain't going to get to write a lot. So so narrow it down to 30 different things. Come up with 30 different things you're going to write about. And you may come up with 50 things. Don't just stop at 30 if there's more in your head. Keep going. Keep going until you kind of stall out. Let's say you had 40 things instead of 30. Got to have 30. First thing I want you to do then, once you once you get stalled out, let's say you got 40 things but you only need 30. Look at your list, pull out the most important thing. If you could only teach them about one of those 40 things, what would it be? Slide that off to the side. Now you got 39 things left. Look at those 39 things and say, if I could only teach them one of these 39 things, which one is the most important? Slide it over to the side. You see where we're going with this? Do that 30 times until you got 30 things slid over to the side. Those are your 30 topics for your 30 chapters. But you got 40 things, I mean, you got 10 things left if you started with 40. You've picked out 30, you got 10 left. Now, what you do is look at those 10. Can any of those 10 support any one of those 30? Meaning, could you slide one of those 10 into one of those 30 and then write a, a paragraph or two about it? You ain't gonna be able to write a chapter on it, but you can add a little bit on it t- to make that chapter. little more meaningful and also it'll make it easier to write because basically you got two topics to go on in that chapter you're just going to blend them together if they go together if they don't just throw them away don't worry about it that go in another book someday so now you've got your 30 topics uh selected now what you got to do just like you came up with a chapter a a book title and a book subtitle now you got to turn those topics into a catchy chapter title and a, and a catchy chapter su- subtitle. So now, now you're going to go through those 30 things and do that. Create chapter titles and chapter subtitles for those 30 things you've selected. Now you got those picked out and you've thought about them a lot as you're going through this process. Now you need to sequence those 30 things. Which order do they need to go in to make it flow the best? And I usually keep my first two or three chapters are, are kind of like an, an inter- introductory type chapter. So I'm not going to have an introduction in my book. My first two or three chapters are going to be the introduction because I'm only going to have 30 chapters. And, and none of the, the way I write today, none of them are going to say introduction. It's going to start with chapter one. It's going to end with chapter 30. But my last two or three chapters are kind of going to be like the conclusion but they're going to be written in the form of chapters. So I'm going to kind of open the book with the first three chapters. I'm going to close the book with the last three chapters, so to speak. So you figure out which chapters make sense for you to kind of open the book with and to kind of close the book with. What order do those two or three chapters at the front need to be in? What order do those two or three chapters at the end need to be in? And now you got got these, these ones left in the middle. Which order do they need to go in so the book will flow well? So, so now you see the outline coming together. Now, the next thing you need to do, based on the way that I do books, now now that i got my book title, my book subtitle, my chapter title, my chapter subtitle for all 30 chapters, I've got them sequenced. Now what I want to do is I, I've been capturing quotes. I've been reading every day for 15 years. As, as of uh, 2023, I started reading in 2008. It's 15 years I've been reading every day probably about you know inst- instantly I started highlighting quotes and folding pages and all that sort of stuff but probably I can't remember now maybe uh four or five years into it I started creating me a, a what I call my quote file so anything i that caught my attention I wouldn't just highlight it I would type it into a a quote file it's a word document basically And this thing has thousands and thousands and thousands of quotes in it now. It's just one big document. So I can search this one big document. So I can search for keywords. Or if the quote's about a... Let's say the quote's about trust, but it doesn't say trust. When I put the quote in and I put the author's name in to give them credit for that quote, after their name, I'll type the word trust or whatever it relates to. So that when I do a search on it, it'll pull that one up as one of the options... In that file that's related to trust so to speak so you got to come up it's easy for me for you you may have to go do your research you may not have a quote file but if you're a read if you're reading books related to the type of contents you want to write about you need to start making you a quote file in case you ever write books begin with the end in mind start capturing these quotes because it's easy for me to do what i'm about to tell you Select an opening quote and a closing quote for every chapter, because you can start to see the flow. So you, you know which, like if the first chapter is about trust, and I want to open with a trust quote, I'm gonna go to my quote file. I'm gonna type, go to the search field. And I'm gonna type trust. It might say, it might say I got five hundred and something instances of the word trust, and I'm just gonna hit enter, and it's just gonna bounce through all of them. So I'm gonna get to see all these quotes that relate to trust. When i come across one that fits with the book i'm writing i'm gonna pull that quote out and i'm gonna put it at the top while i'm doing this i'm gonna create me a spreadsheet just for this book so i can put the quote in i can put mainly so i can put the author in because i'm not going to use probably more than no more than three quotes from the same author sometimes i don't use but one quote from an author but there's some people i've read a lot so i got a lot of their quotes but i don't want to use too many if i got a 90 page chapter I mean a 30 excuse me if I got 30 chapters I'm going to have two quotes per chapter so that's 60 quotes but I don't want but three of them at max to be from any one person I want a variety of quotes from a variety of people I want people who read my books to see that a whole lot of other people are saying the same thing in a different way kinda So it ties all of us together and it also serves as a bridge for people who read my books to go investigate some of these people and see who they are. You may or may not like some of the people that I use as quotes, for quotes. And I may not like those people, but I like the quote I shared, and that's what I was sharing was the quote. Quote. When you see me quote somebody, it it doesn't mean that I support that person, I like that person. A lot of times I don't know nothing about that person. A lot of times those people have been dead for (laughs) hundreds of years. I don't know nothing about them. I read somewhere or read something they wrote, or somebody quoted them in a book and and I saw it and I captured it in my quote file, that sort of thing. So do that all the way through. When you get done, you're going to see you've got an awesome outline for your book. Everything I've just described to you takes me two days, 10 to 12 hours a day for two days. It takes me to do everything I just told you to get this outline. And then now all you got to do for the next five days, if you're doing what I do, and you've got enough knowledge and stories already in your mind. You ain't got to do a lot of research. You just put it put put what's in your mind on paper. That's what I do. You got five more days to do that. Basically six chapters a day. Six times five is 30. You'll be done after seven days. That's what I do. It may take you seven months. <laughs> you got to figure out what works for you. These same principles will work. You can spread them out. You can do it at whatever pace you want to go. I'm just telling you how I do it. I I get in there and make it happen, start to finish. One reason is because I can't remember what I write, so then I have to go back and reread it. If I put very much time in between writing the chapters, I have to go back and reread it, and then I still can't remember what I wrote. So I just do it from start to finish, and I can remember that way. I can retain it from one day to the next, and I can keep my flow going. And I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse. You have to decide, but I see it as a blessing because I can get a book written out really quick. People like them full of gold, all the, all the stuff, no fluff, so to speak. But if you want to see this, go to bluecollarleadership.com forward slash download. You don't even have to buy my book. You can go see the preview of some of my books, uh, blue collar leadership leading from the front lines is one of them I mentioned earlier, blue collar leadership and teamwork. That's another one. Blue collar leadership and supervision is it's out there. It's available for you to see. My book, Blue Collar Kaizen, Blue Collar Culture, any of those books that have the 30-page format, go there and look at it. You can actually read the first five chapters, so you'll see exactly what I described for the first five chapters. Then for the next 25 chapters, you'll actually see the outline I described to you. You'll see the chapter title, the subtitle for the chapter, the opening quote, and the closing quote for the other 25 chapters. So you can kind of preview the outline. That's one way I market my books. You don't have to buy it, though. You can go to that BlueCollarLeadership.com forward slash download page, read all the samples from all the books and you can read a hundred plus pages of my books for free. You don't have to buy it, but it is one way that I market it. You could do the same thing if you wanted to. A lot of people don't like to just give their content away like that. It's just a way that I, 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 I give you exposure to it. You don't have to buy the book. If you read five chapters and you like it, you might want to buy the book, but you ain't got to buy it blindly. So that's how I do it. And again, I've turned down the, the big folks who wanted to publish my books because I like self-publishing. I like controlling everything. And i tell you this about self-publishing through kdp.amazon.com. If you order one of my books and you order it next day, they're going to print it within two hours and ship it to you. There's There's no inventory. If I want to order a book to sell you, which I have copies of my books here at home, About, I keep about 20 or 30 copies of each book at home in my little warehouse, you want to call it that. For people who order small orders through the internet, I ship, you know, here from home. But when I order my own inventory for me to keep or for me to sell, it takes me two weeks to get it, my books. And I pay the same thing for one book as I pay for a thousand books. And they're really a, a super good deal for the author copies. So you can make more if you order your own and sell them. You make about half the amount of royalty if you sell them through Amazon. But you don't have to do any work. People just order them through Amazon, and and Amazon sends you a check every month or direct deposit. So my phone number is 334-728-4143. I hope you think about this. If you you want to write a book and you're still struggling, if you listen to this, give me a call. I'm glad to talk with you one-on-one for free. I want to help you get your message out to the world, motivate and inspire you to do it. I didn't have anybody to do that for me, but I'd love to do it for you. But listen to this podcast. Think about it. Put in some work before you call me so that you'll get more out of speaking with me, hopefully. Whatever I can share with you and the questions you have be more meaningful. Hope you got value out of this podcast. Talk to you next time.
0: Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and e-books at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max's books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.